0: This is Bigger Pockets Daily, the audio sidekick to the Bigger Pockets blog. I'm your host, Tyler. And think about it this way each of these episodes is like one short chapter from a giant audiobook written by the world's best and brightest
1: real estate investors. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb.
0: Mastering Your Real Estate Investing Goals. Updating Strategies for Success. This podcast is part of a premium article, all part of Smarter by Bigger Pockets Real Estate Investing System. Check it out at BiggerPockets.com. You need to review and update strategies to reach your real estate goals. It's true, because the real estate industry is dynamic and ever-evolving, Market conditions are constantly influenced by factors like supply and demand, interest rates, economic cycles, uh, just to name a few. And any of these factors can cause your property values, rental income, and investment opportunities to fluctuate wildly. Before real estate investment trusts, or REITs, were established in 1960, only ultra wealthy investors could invest in high income producing properties like commercial real estate and apartment buildings. Now, thanks to the internet, Everyday investors can join real estate investment groups or REIGs, invest in real estate debt and easily access different strategies for house hacking, house flipping and real estate wholesaling. In addition, with sites like Airbnb and Verbo growing in popularity, many investors have made whole careers out of investing in managing short-term rental properties. The possibilities for your real estate investing journey are endless. However, to reach your desired destinations, it's crucial to regularly assess and adjust your real estate investing strategy to help you stay on track and surpass your investment goals. So in today's podcast, we'll discuss how to measure your real estate investing strategy's success, set some new goals, and update your real estate investing strategy to achieve your desired outcomes. Let's do this! First up, here's how to determine the success of your real estate investing goals. If you ask 10 different real estate investors how they measure success, you're probably gonna get 10 different answers because these measures are both quantifiable and qualifiable. You have to consider your real estate assets, physical return on investment or ROI and the degree of personal satisfaction you're getting as a real estate investor. You should also be looking at how your real estate investment strategies will serve you down the road. Is what you're doing scalable? How and where can you grow your investment portfolio and increase your bottom line? So, let's break down each of these markers of success. Cash flow. Cash flow is, of course, the amount of money you have left over after deducting all expenses associated with your rental property from the rental income. It's a straightforward measure of your monthly profit. Cash flow equals total income minus total expenses, it's very similar to how you balance your budget and is thus used by many investors. Your total income includes the following monthly rental income, additional income for things like parking and pet fees. Your total expenses include the following monthly rent payment, property taxes, homeowners insurance, property management fees, repair reserves, budget, vacancy reserves, budget, additional expenses like supplies, gas, mileage, other insurance, and uh, etc. If you're not focusing on long-term investments or plan on retiring soon, cash flow is an easy way to determine whether your rental property is netting you a decent return. It's not an ideal measurement of your real estate investing ROI simply because it doesn't tell you enough. It could be good or bad if your monthly net cash flow is 200 bucks. If you invest $10,000 in the rental property, that's a 2% monthly ROI. Double the 1% rule If you invested $100,000 and earned $200 a month back, that's not as ideal. Mm -mm. Cash on cash return. Cash on cash return helps you determine how much money you're making from your investment compared to the amount you put in. It tells you if your $200 monthly net cash flow is a good return on your investment. So here's a quick and dirty formula. Cash on cash return equals annual net cash flow divided by invested equity. Your annual net cash flow is how much you profited in 12 months, 200 times 12 equals 2,400 bucks. Your invested equity includes your down payment, closing costs and related fees and rehab costs. If your invested equity is $10,000, your cash on cash return is 24%, $2,400 divided by $10,000. For $100,000, it's 2.4%, $2,400 divided by $100,000. Generally, a good cash-on-cash return for real estate investments is typically 10 to 12%, which typically outpaces most mutual funds. Cash-on-cash return is a popular metric for most investors because it's easy to calculate. It's still not a precise reflection of your ROI because it doesn't account for appreciation, opportunity costs, risks, and the entire holding period. However, it's quick to determine whether an investment is worthwhile. IRR. Unlike cash-on-cash return, which focuses on the profitability of your initial investment, IRR calculates your investment property's potential profitability for the duration of your entire holding period. This method is ideal for experienced investors who are thinking long-term. The downside of IRR is that it's not a simple equation at all and I don't even know how to say it in long form. So, But luckily, some calculators do all the heavy lifting for you. You can also calculate your IRR using Google Sheets. Again, IRR isn't going to tell you exactly what your returns will be because it really can't predict the future. However, it does account for the time value of money, which can help you prepare for the adverse impacts of market shifts, the cost of repairs, and more. Now let's talk about appreciation. Appreciation is the term used to describe the increase in value of your property over time. It's like watching your investment grow and become more valuable as time goes on. Appreciation equals final value minus initial value. Oh, that's an easy one. If your rental property's value was 200 grand when you bought it and now it's like 300K, you've gained $100,000 in appreciation. You can also calculate your appreciation rate using this. Appreciation rate equals change in value divided by initial value times 100. Your rental property's long-term appreciation rate is 50% in this scenario. To find the average yearly appreciation, you simply divide that percentage. For example, if you've owned the property for 10 years, it's appreciated at 5% per year, 50 divided by 10. If you're primarily equity-driven, you should calculate your property's appreciation. Personal satisfaction. In addition to measuring your physical ROI, you have to consider your quality of life, which brings us back to your why. Why are you investing in real estate in the first place? Are you planning for retirement? Are you looking to start a new career? Achieve financial independence? Build a legacy? Calculating your personal satisfaction is tricky because it's both quantifiable and qualifiable. As a beginner real estate investor, you likely created SMART goals. Are you on track to meet those goals? If not, kind of time to reassess and determine how you can. If you are, what can you do to exceed these goals? Are you enjoying what you're doing? You may be able to house hack with the best of them, but if sharing your home with others makes you miserable, then house hacking is not your real estate investment strategy. Are you making the most of your time? If you are your property manager, It may be time to outsource this work to a property management company, especially if you're in the multifamily space or own a rental property on the other side of town. Another reason we recommend making SMART goals is that they require you to think about the path to achieving them. One way to get started is to think about your desired outcome, then work backward to figure out how to achieve it. These goals must be as transparent and easy to communicate as possible because when hiring others, They must clearly understand what's expected of them. Know your processes. Write down all of your processes and be as detailed as possible. To scale your business effectively, analyze each of your processes. Look for redundancies and think about ways they can be done more efficiently. If your 10-step process can be done in five, update it. Get rid of those five extra steps. That's just hard. Develop a standard operating procedure for every aspect of your business, like rent collection, contract evaluation, and more. The more clear and detailed these processes are, the easier it will be for others involved, such as your property management company, real estate agent, administrative staff, and contractors, to follow and execute them efficiently. Automate your processes. Simplify your processes even further by using software to do them for you here are three types to consider. Pricing software. Hotels and Airbnbs constantly change their rate to optimize for availability, special events, and time of year. Pricing software examines these daily changes to determine what you should charge. Auto messaging software. You know, setting up autoresponders with guest experience messaging software like Hospitable. So with this, You can set up key messages that guide your guests or tenants through their leasing experience. Pretty cool. Leasing software. Online platforms like BiggerPockets can provide state-specific lease agreement templates that comply with local ordinances and include all the necessary disclosures and attachments. You can include your clauses and additional attachments and disclosures. Setting new real estate investment goals. All right, so now that you've measured your success regarding physical ROI, personal satisfaction, and scalability, it's kind of time to revisit your SMART goals and risk tolerance. Let's talk about updating your goals real quick. No matter how detailed you were at the start of your real estate investing career, you've undoubtedly learned quite a bit from your hands-on experiences. What you consider a good investment and how to measure it may have changed as well. Your passive investment strategy might need a few tweaks Your new leasing software may make your residential real estate business far more efficient than it was before. So consider all of this as you're updating your goals. And if you haven't already, create both short-term and long-term goals. Short-term goals can be accomplished in under a year, typically like three to six months. They can include things like finding more properties to invest in, hiring a new property manager, or taking a single distressed property and flipping it. Long-term goals are your ultimate objectives or your why. These might not change very much, but your journey to accomplishing them may. So for example, if your goal is to retire in 10 years and you think you can do it in eight, adjust your numbers, assessing your risk. So the greater the risk, the greater the reward. A single-family home doesn't require as much capital as a 100-unit apartment complex, but it also generates far less income. Scaling your business requires you to take on more risk. Investment properties are typically ranked on a scale from Class A to Class C, or DEF, etc. Class A properties are top-notch properties that are newly built with all the bells and whistles. They're mostly owner-occupied, and while your cash flow may be lower, they do offer high growth potential. Class B properties are those ideal for passive investors. These homes are a little bit older but still well-maintained and are typically half owner-occupied and half tenant-occupied. They offer an attractive cash flow, growth potential, and reliable exit strategies. Class C properties, yeah, these are the more high-risk ones, but they can be highly profitable with the right investment strategy and processes. They're primarily investor-owned and occupied by lower-income tenants. While they do offer the highest cash flow of the three property classes, they also require constant monitoring and management. When determining your risk-tolerance level, keep your satisfaction and lifestyle in mind. Typically, the further you stray from Class A properties, the more will be required of you. 5. Steps for Updating Your Real Estate Strategies I know most of this podcast has been about measuring your growth and evaluating where you want to go. But here are just a few real estate strategies to expand your portfolio and help you get there. Number one, explore new investment types. So as we mentioned, you have a ton of investment opportunities than we did like, you know, 100, 50, or even 20 years ago. If you're an active investor, BiggerPockets offers beginner's guides, to many of the most common types of real estate investments, including house flipping, the Burr method, short-term rentals, multifamily investing, tons of books related to all these topics too. And thanks to the digital age, plenty more passive investment opportunities are available to everyday investors as well. You can join real estate investment groups and REITs, partake in crowdfunding opportunities that invest in high-yield properties, buy real estate notes, Join sites like Ground Floor and collect real estate-secured debt. Scale your residential or commercial real estate investments to earn more rental income. Number two, explore new market opportunities. Fledgling real estate investors are drawn to local markets because that's just what they know. However, many more markets are out there, and the odds are many of them have higher yield potential. When scoping out new markets, here are a few things to look for. Population swells, job growth swells, shorter listing periods, increased number of real estate transactions, declining crime rates, an increased presence of artists and creatives, home prices are rising faster than local incomes, more conversions from apartment buildings to condominiums, neighborhoods adjacent to areas experiencing most or all of the above. Number three, don't be afraid of risk. As with any business, You'll often learn and grow through trial and error. You will make mistakes, but when you do, learn from them. Figure out what you like, what you don't like, and what you're good at. Make the jump from residential to commercial, or play with different software to see what works best. Always look for new things to try and opportunities to explore. Number four, evaluate your success. This step is worth repeating. Track your progress regularly based on your preferred metrics cash flow, cash on cash return, IRR, appreciation, personal satisfaction, etc. Take some time each month to review your account statements. These statements give you a clear picture of how well your real estate investments are performing and the total value of your portfolio. If you have an admin or a property manager, ensure you receive monthly reports that track important financial metrics like profit and loss, rent collection, And accounts payable. Also, identify why your accounts are performing the way they are. If your profits are lower this month than last, determine what happened and create a plan to address it. If you're making more month over month, figure out what's making your investment successful and draft a plan to capitalize on that success. If you have any questions about optimizing your real estate business, please don't hesitate to ask the BP community. It consists of over two million real estate investors just like you, and experts are always happy to help. They love it. Number five, work smarter. You knew this was coming, right? The best way to evaluate and update your strategies for success is to constantly find ways to work smarter. The smarter method provides you with an action plan for every step of your journey, from creating your strategy to mastering and repeating it. We're going to help you scale your investment portfolio by providing the tools you need to identify what's working and learn from what's not. That's a wrap on today's episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. If you're enjoying the show, can I ask for a favor? Please leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. It takes a few seconds and your feedback really helps us out. Thank you, Oh, really, and we'll see you again soon.